uh, we're doing switching up things a little bit now. Um, instead of recording every week, we're now switching to recording every other week. And to keep from having gaps, it's just going to be one upload a week. So one week's yep. going to be happy hour. The next week is going to be the real deal until further notice. Honestly, our, our quality should be much better. Um, we'll have more to talk about in the happy hours. We'll probably fill out a full hour. Um, there'll be much more news to talk about. There'll be much more stories to fill in. And we won't have to think about as many real subjects in the real deal. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be able to dive a little bit deeper uh, into the things that we talk about there. So overall, a better experience for everyone. Jimmy will do less editing. Uh, I'll do less thinking. It helps everybody. <laughs> so with that being said. This is Wasted Information. Wasted Information. The happy hour. This is Wasted Information Happy Hour. I'm Jimmy. Uh, I'm Brandon. I don't know where to start today. Ooh, I know where you should start. You should start in a parking lot and tell us about all the things you see there. So I was working, as I do, <laughs> delivering to a check cashing place. I got a lot of bo- a lot of small boxes, but like 16 of them, they're all like... uh like promotional flyers. So they're all real heavy. So I'm taking my time unloading them. I'm already real behind for the day. It's like, I'm just in a somewhat just bad mood out of the corner of my, eye, I noticed a lady like kind of like squatting by the side of the building. I don't want to make eye contact. She might be homeless. Want to ask me for something. I've had people ask me for rides before, like just in my regular life. That's weird. I don't want to interact no. with this person. That's weird. But yeah, and then like just, not really noticing at first, but like hindsight, I did notice her like stand up and I kind of looked over, but not really. And I just noticed her stand there just like scratching her pussy. Like, like okay. It's like, she's wearing like a dress or whatever. It's like, do what you got to do. I mean, the itches. Yeah. She goes walking around the other side of the building. I'm still doing my shit. I hear just like an adult woman, just like yelling. Just like sounding distraught. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I look over. She's like hanging out like her car window. Like, wonder what that's about. I don't want to deal with it. I'm just mind my business. And then I hear a grown man yell, hey, hey, you can't do that out here. Like, aside, like, like in the bathroom or something like that. He said bathroom. And I'm like, what? And then he's like jogging towards the building. And then I see that woman walk inside. I was like. The woman hanging out of her car window is like talking to the car next to her. I can't understand what they're saying, but they're visibly distraught. It's like, <laughs> okay. what? What's that? And then the guy is there too. And I'm like, which is it's like, she's like pissed on the ground or something. And I'm like laughing. And I look over to where she was near me. And there's just a pile of shit on the fucking <laughs> ground. <laughs> she just took, just straight took a shit on this, like 20 feet away from me. Just dropped a deuce. And then. I guess was still dropping crab apples as she was walking around the building. Cause that's when they started yelling at her. I mean, uh, <laughs> if you gotta go, you gotta go, right? That's no, not on the fucking sidewalk. I'm going to Bush something. Have you ever gone outside before? I haven't pooped outside before. No, no, no. I've came I close in my last job. I come close to shitting <laughs> in a cornfield a couple of times. <laughs> I've shit my pants. Like <laughs> it's different. I guess 
Um, I haven't done it in a long time. <laughs> but you know, in the Bible, it states that you have to poop. It's I think it's 150 yards from your home or like campsite and bury it. So Jesus doesn't see it. <laughs> Something like those... that. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Grown ass woman took a shit on the ground in public. And then like immediately like three cop cars pulled up. So I guess people inside saw her do it. Can't be like has to be some kind of mental instability there. Oh, yeah. Or Either just literally doesn't give a shit. I mean, she she gave them a shit, she but doesn't give shit. She takes them. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I'm thinking the only logical air quotes explanation is that she went inside and asked to use the bathroom, bathroom. And they said there is no public bathroom. So she's yeah. like shit on the ground. Like I'll show them. The closest I've come like in my even semi adulthood to that happening the closest I can remember anyway, there might've been a few long road trips or something where I ran into a bathroom, but it was high school. And I, th- I feel like we talked about this before, but I was running and we were, I ended up downtown. I was by myself and we were, it was during cross country practice, but I ended up by myself because we were like run through the city. I ended up downtown, which is maybe what? Five miles from our high school, three to three to five miles away from our, our high school. And just really had to shit and just absolutely didn't quite make it to the toilet. <laughs> so needless to say, ran back without underwear, but I ran into a McDonald's and just, I was like, thank God the stall was open because yep. who would have been bad. Well, and I also feel, feel for the people who had to clean that out later and found a dirty ass pair of boxers in there in the trash can. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of someone else's story. Go for it. I was I, I, one other time I did that. Well, but I did shit really, really bad. I was just going to say with me, though, it has always been like photo. Finish. When I was in high school, like up to high school age, I was like petrified of shitting in public. Like I would always I'd never shit in school until junior year where I almost shit my pants in English class <laughs> while someone was giving. I was like sweating really badly and I finally had to just break the seal. And then, like, using public bathrooms have always been, like, kind of gross thought until I started driving, doing these driving jobs. I'll yeah. shit fucking anywhere with a toilet. Okay, <laughs> I've shit in gross bathrooms and gas stations. I've shit in random porta potties, like, in construction zones <laughs> out in the country. It's like, I don't care. Like, if I have to shit, I have to fucking shit. That's not, I don't think I've actually shit in the porta potty. I pissed in porta potties. Because yeah. that's the one I asked that's you a fair. long time ago when I was like, what would you do if you dropped your phone in the porta potty? Would you go uh, for it? <laughs> nope. That was out in nope. the middle, literal middle of nowhere, Indiana. And there was just one porta potty by like the power station. And I'm like, I'm going to piss my pants. It's either piss <laughs> just on the side of the road or there's actually like somewhat civilized spot. Like I've shit in restaurants. I've shit anywhere with the toilet. I'll shit at this point. I don't give a. Hoot. The most random place. The most random place I shit was uh, the Boy Scouts, like what they call it, lodge or building. What are their, their headquarters? Lodge yeah. sounds right. Lodge. <laughs> yeah, I don't sounds know. about right. Again, on a run in high school, 
It was like next to the exactly river. which one like, you're talking about. I was like, I, uh, I don't know why I picked there, not the YMCA right next to it, which would have just <laughs> let me in. Like the Y would have been like, yeah, go. You're not and, thinking uh, clearly when you're prairie dogging. I literally like like ran in and was like like in a panic. Like no one was at the front door, and I was like, I "Fucking found the bathroom." I was like, "I found it. I'm just there." <laughs> and then I heard someone come up, and be like, "Oh, hello, hello, like anyone there?" And like I was just in the bathroom, didn't say anything. And then when I left, I was in there for quite a while. I feel like but then I left. I just ran. I just ran out. The- <laughs> didn't even look back to see if anyone was there. Just nope, I'm gone. But anyway, yeah. Um. So not my story. But one of my favorite stories ever, gonna exclude specifics so as to not out him in this situation. I can tell you the school and the restaurant name, just not his. It was Notre Dame, and it was a little restaurant on campus called Wreckers, aptly named. He was a Notre Dame student at the time. He'd just gotten home from the, like, I don't even think the grocery store. All he bought was a gallon of milk. He's pulling up. He's like, I have to shit so bad. And the way that part of campus is, his uh, parking lot wasn't like right next to his dorm. He had a little walk. And he's like, I'm not going to make it. So Wreckers was right there. So he just went in there. And he's like, (laughs) him telling me the story might have been the origin of my like high, super high octave laugh. Like this might have been the first one that I've laughed this hard at something. But he goes to the bathroom. He said, as soon as the bathroom door opens, he starts shitting his pants. Like <laughs> it just starts coming. And it's it's not solid. Okay. Um yeah. but so he never is. It never is when it's an emergency. <laughs> and he's just wearing like gym shorts and a t shirt, but like an underwear. But just as soon as the bathroom door opens, he just starts shitting his pants. So he's like, fine. And goes in the stall, <laughs> drops his pants, just everywhere, just shits everywhere. Like, if he would have hit the water, he'd have been surprised. He hit, like, everything but the water. <laughs> and in in the mass chaos of this couple second endeavor, he dropped the gallon of milk. <laughs> and it exploded. <laughs> So there's just, there's just <laughs> this is a small bathroom stall in this little like campus restaurant, and then there's diarrhea and a gallon of milk just oh, everywhere. <laughs> he said one person, he heard someone, oh, he's like, and it stunk. He's like, somebody, he heard someone open, <laughs> open the door and then just immediately close it and not come in. <laughs> <laughs> And then he uh, he threw his underwear out in the trash yep. can and oh, left. You have you have to. It is the funniest story to me because just breaking it down is like because then the thought in your head is like I just shit everywhere and then psh, I just drop milk everywhere like I'm everything's ruined. Somebody's walks God. in, smells it, and just goes nope, and then leaves. And then he throws his underwear out, which is funny enough, and leaves. Somebody else had to go in there. It was Listen, I feel like this we talked about our worst jobs and worst you, things we had to do. You talked about this, your pizza place. I walked into that situation without the milk, like sans milk, but But then this wasn't like I kind of get it now. This wasn't a single like 
toilet bathroom. This was like a public. Yeah. There's like two stalls and like two urinals. And now Oof. no one can use it because there's milk and diarrhea everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like if you just shit everywhere, that'd been a funny story. The milk is what really crescendo oh, is the whole story. Is yeah. a gallon. A whole gallon of milk. <laughs> Somebody had to walk in that worked there, just sees diarrhea and milk. I, <laughs> thinking someone did it on purpose. I would have quit. I'd be like, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> My shift is over. This is like uh, we uh, can all pitch in ooh. for like a hazmat cleaning I service. Gar- yeah, I guarantee you the out of order sign went up on that bathroom. Yeah. It wasn't even like it's like out of order. It's like we just don't use that. that bathroom anymore. And they <laughs> They closed it for the night. Like, there's no way someone was in there working on that during the day. Like, <laughs> no, not at all. I've never, <laughs> I've never heard a poop story funnier than that. I've heard very few stories in general funnier than that. The only story that's made me laugh that hard was, I think it was on Reddit a long time ago. This guy was uh, on his way home from work. He, like, rode his bike. And he was on his way home from work. He's at a stoplight. And this car, like, right next to him, or, like, right in front of him, they all get out and start doing a Chinese fire drill at the red light. <laughs> so then he decides, I'm going to get in it, too. So he starts running with them, like, starts doing a Chinese fire drill with these strangers. And then he ends up in the driver's seat on accident. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Everyone's still laughing, like, oh, that was hilarious. And then he was just like a couple blocks away from his house. So he just, or just maybe like a block away. So he just drove home and then said, all right, see. You. And then got out and went inside. And then everyone's just like, who the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> he just drove himself home in someone else's car. Like, everyone's like, by the time they calmed down laughing about, we just did a Chinese fire drill. They realized there was a stranger driving the car. <laughs> it's like someone just got in. And that, like, I laughed about that for a week. Like I would just think about it throughout the week. as like that. Just that situation. You just did it out of impulse. I think that's why I'm so into like just impulse of like chaotic comedy like that. Just doing something random and then just letting it go, like not putting any thought into it. But yeah, yeah. You you said something years ago that has uh, still quite often affected my decisions when I'm doing things. Which is when when I have an option between two things, or am thinking about doing something, it's always just what's going to make for the better story. And I've let that determine many things in my life. <laughs> Whether or not the story comes out of it, it would have been less, far less interesting if I didn't do the things because of that. So, thank you. <laughs> I can't even take credit for that. I have to figure out, because I was a comedian on uh, Comedy Central Presents back when I was a latchkey kid. And instead of going out and getting in trouble, I would just watch Comedy Central till someone yep. got home. But that was one of, he made that joke, or he talked about do what makes for a better story. And I was like, I live by that now. I mean, I'm sure it's a common thing, but you, you said it once. when I don't remember what we were doing. It was, it was probably back in high school. And I, I gave you two options on something, and that was your response. And I was like, well, fuck it, all right. And it stuck with me. 
Oh, I found it. Josh Sneed. S-N-E-E-D. I heard of him from Comedy Central Presents because the whole that was the opening to his joke, too. Like that wasn't like a big. But then when I heard that, I was like, that really resonated with me. (laughs) Do what makes for a better story. Yep. His story was he farted on Jessica Simpson on a plane. (laughs) But yeah, I do. Still to this day, I love that phrase. Do what makes for a better story. It helps out sometimes. Yep. It's like. Well, is this the most advantageous thing to do? Maybe not. As as long as you're not going to be harmed by the secondary option. (laughs) Go for it. It's kind of like going on like a walk or something. Like, do we just do this? Or is like, ooh, we could go down this way. It's like a scenic, like take the scenic route kind of thing. It's like, could see something good. Speaking of that, news story I saw on the news this morning. (laughs) Nice segue. So the story article or the article title, Palmer hiker injured, but alive after two day oh. ordeal along pioneer Ridge trail. Yep. Guess it's near Butte, Montana. Palmer woman was chased off the pioneer Ridge trail near Butte by bears was found injured, but alive Wednesday after deteriorating weather had ended a second day of search efforts. Officials say the cliff notes on that story. It says she was chased off the trail by bears. The news story that was this, like the morning news, like as I was getting ready, okay, she thought she found a better path, which if you're on a hiking trail, stick to the fucking trail. There's a trail there for a reason. She thought she could cut through like the woods to find a better mm-hmm. path. And she found two bears and then got lost for two days. I mean, I am personally known for not taking the trail and making my own path, but I'm not in Butte. You're not and in areas where there's probably bears. Yeah, except shit. Recently in New Jersey, in the last couple of weeks, there was a report because we lived in uh, we lived in New Brunswick, New Jersey. My wife and I near Rutgers. No, wasn't there a bear on campus like while you lived there? Like right after you moved there? There was I've talked about the bear on the river uh in the park. There was recently a bear on the Rutgers Gardens, which was like just down the road from where we lived. <laughs> so they had to shut down the gardens because there's just a bear walking around out there. Apparently, I say that I would go off trail and probably not run into bears, but you can run into them anywhere. I don't know. Yeah, if you're on like a hiking trail where there are wild animals like mountain lions, granted, they can come up on trails. Oh, yeah. But your safest they're, bet is to stick to the trail. Yeah, most of, I mean, they're going to stay away. If you don't know the area either. They know, like, they know people are up there a lot, so they're going to stick away, like stay away from that. But yeah, but even so, it. even without wildlife, don't go just walking through the woods if you don't exactly know where you're going. Cause that well, cause I think she was thinking she had a good path and then ran into bears and then took off. She had bear spray, which is something mm-hmm. if you have bear spray on you, why are you venturing through the woods? Like, you know, there's <laughs> going to be bears anyway, potentially. So let's get into a higher ri- She didn't act. There's no evidence of an actual attack. She just got charged, which is uh, what they do to like, yeah. Did assess she, the did situation. she even get, did she actually get charged or does it say they chased her off? Which she like, she saw a bear 
on the trail. So she like walked the other way. It was two bears. No, she got charged and like sprayed the bear mace and then ah okay. took off. I was like, then, like, quote, chase her off the trail, but they were just, like, standing up there, and she's like, nah, I'm not walking that way. So then she got lost. So, so they chased her off. So they chased her randomly into the woods. Then she doesn't know where the fuck she is, and she's lost for how many days? It said two days. Like, she had called her husband, and then her phone died, like, oh, right after. I would say, and she had her phone? Just her fine. phone died, like, immediately after she called her husband. Did her husband go looking for her, or was he just like, "Yeah, you'll you'll come back"? Well, there was a search and rescue mission for like two days looking for her, because then I guess there was bad weather. Is that like because she called though, or like someone else was like, "Hey, she didn't come back"? I'm assuming yeah. the husband yeah. reported it. <laughs> That's good husband. Good good job. And here's the thing too. All joking aside, with her being dumb, getting in that situation, so. You get lost in the woods after you just saw t- got charged by a bear and took off. Yes. You got to be thinking there's still fucking bears out here and I'm lost in the woods. What the fuck do I do? Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. She um, probably kept moving and that's what gets you even more lost if you just yeah. stay in place. She Granted, didn't want to go back. Like she knew where the trail was, but she didn't want to go back that way. There's fucking bears over there. She probably just took off running out of nowhere into the yeah. woods and then. Lost her bearings on everything. Well, that's the whole. No that's the other intended. thing too, right? Yeah, uh, that's the uh, the other thing, right? Like, apparently, people can't walk in a straight line without some like frame of reference. Yeah, like if you just if someone just like if you're in the in a void, if you're just in a blank space, walking, you'd eventually just start walking in a circle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a thing on a. I learned from the British show QI. They yeah. did tests where they blindfolded someone and told them to walk in a straight line, and they did like a spiral and end up getting back to the middle. Yeah. So like, she could just be running. I mean, you you do kind of have a frame of reference in the woods, but like, depending you know, on how thick the woods are, like if you can can or can't see where the sun is. Yeah, but like, even if she was just running, and you're not paying attention where you're running when you're running from a bear. Yeah, you're just running. She. I guarantee she didn't go straight. Yeah, and you, <laughs> like, and you got trees and stuff. You got brush you got to avoid. Yeah, she probably arced back around three times. The bears and, are just uh, watching her go past again, <laughs> screaming. Like, oh, that's fucking, uh, was it Benny Hill show? Just running back and forth in front of the bears. There goes Karen, running through the woods. But she's all uh, right, so we get that going. That's good. Speaking of news, though, it's getting yeah. the local news. Oh, that one okay. just kind of worked to like throw in there to get us out of the poop talk. <laughs> so Indiana news, there was an earthquake. I heard. How was that? I don't know. I didn't feel it. Uh, underwhelming. It's a three point eight magnitude. That's, um, like, that's like not not small. No, it's enough to feel. Yeah, it's like not gonna like tear shit apart what was the last like we felt the one in south bend that was like i think it was like 2.5 or something so something like that about two miles northeast of montezuma turns out there's a montezuma indiana i knew there was a mexico and a peru i didn't know we had a montezuma and a lima that's true except just lime lima in indiana like galveston i had i knew family that lived there 
that said is Galveston, like trying to say French is like you're in Indiana. Wait, no, it's Galveston. Fuck them. fuck them because it's a first sales and so <laughs> in Indiana and in Kentucky and in Pennsylvania, everywhere that has a Versailles uh, instead of Versailles. So oh. <laughs> you can't pick and choose your fucking French words. Although they do, Terre Haute is French, so they go. They do do that one. We also have a Le, a Lebanon, and some people call it Lebanon. Ew, I know. Ew, we, there's Kokomo too, which is well, that's that's the city they were talking about in the Beach Boys song. Pretty sure it's not. Pretty sure it's not. <laughs> yeah, Aruba, Jamaica, Bermuda, Bahama. Key Largo, Montego. No, let's go to Kokomo. Kokomo, Indiana. They got that one Uh, stoplight that fucked up everything back then. By the McDonald's. (laughs) Anyway, so this earthquake, this article in USA Today says, Hoosiers from Terre Haute to Muncie and as far north as Granger and Mishawaka reported have felt the ground beneath them shake. Granger and Mishawaka. Why wouldn't you name South Bend the big city up there? Because no one in South Bend felt it. Just gr- people in Granger and Mishawaka reported it. People in parts of Illinois, including Chicago, including Chicago, like, <laughs> and southern Michigan also reported feeling the quake. Montezuma is about 65 miles west of Indianapolis. Was this a still really bad case of Montezuma's revenge? Ho oh, ho. We got out of the diarrhea talk. Damn We're not going back. That could have been your segue into this story. We could have skipped the whole... I didn't know about the Montezuma part. The last shit we talked about. (laughs) So my local news kind of ties into uh, national news. Go for it. So this is going to come out after the fact, but happy Juneteenth. Um... That was a talking point I had. You want to talk about Juneteenth? Let's go. Uh, Just a quick touch on that is like the fact that it's now becoming a national holiday. It is is officially a national holiday. It already was on calendars. I mean, Biden Biden signed it into law. It's a recognized national holiday. Yep. But friends, African-American friends of mine have boasted about how, hey, isn't it kind of weird that now Juneteenth, Juneteenth is like trending? I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> so now people are... It was from last year's when June people first yeah, started yeah. talking about what yeah. Juneteenth actually was. I was like, it's yep. been around for a while. Now all of a sudden, you got white folk saying happy Juneteenth to people, <laughs> giving high fives and fist bumps, thinking, we're part of something now. No, leave it alone. It's not yours. Definitely Cinco de Mayo'd it, but uh, yeah, recognize the significance of the day, but don't go out like trying to act like it's a party holiday. Hey, if you're gonna party, go to a black owned bar, go to a black owned restaurant, like go to a black owned store, buy some shit. Like, sure. So, in not necessarily in coordination with Juneteenth, do you want to tell people what it was like for those who don't know? What Juneteenth actually is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Before we go right past it, I tell you what is going on in Lexington. Well, now on Wikipedia, it says is a federal holiday. 
but it commemorates the end of slavery. So it was when the slaves in uh, Galveston, Texas, Texas. Yep. Galveston. Galveston. Galveston, Texas. (laughs) It's when when they. uh, So it's on June 19th because that's the date when slaves in Galveston, Texas were told they had been freed like what? Two years ago, um, yeah, something like that. At after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation, people were still holding slaves in Texas. Uh, oh, it's, it's four years because the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in 1862. The first official Juneteenth was 1866. Well, official, official one, but when they were told was two years after. I think there was a a Union general went through and was like, "Yo, y'all are free." That's not how it went down. There's much more to that story, but two and a half years later, yeah. So it's the so it's the celebration of like, hey, recognizing that everyone in our country is free. Yes. So there's that. Happy Happy Juneteenth. I can't not. You can't be. You can't be like. You can't say that. That's. I mean, it's the way people. It's you're saying it earnestly. I get that, but it's gonna be like, not to be sexist, but like the like white college girls, wearing like happy Juneteenth shirts and shit. Same way, like they would do Cinco de Mayo shit, treating it like it's a party. I I saw the posts that are like. They're like, man, white people are going to treat this like Cinco de Mayo. They're going to be walking up here in dashikis and shit. Like, yeah, doing that. But then it's that kind of thing. And then the the idea of the people that are going to be like, oh, it's Juneteenth. We're celebrating the end of slavery. And then on the 20th, go back to just not yeah. caring about black people. Well, that was that was the main criticism, right? Is that like there are so many other steps and things that we should and could have been doing. Oh, yeah, I shared that, on- too. Like on a government level, that little meme of the dude taking like eight steps on a set of stairs, and then instead of talking about race in schools, voting rights, stop po- stop police violence, reparations, but then skipping all that is like, ooh, Juneteenth is national holiday. Same thing we said a while back yeah. with all the Black Lives Matter stuff and all that things taking place. It's a step. It's not. It's a. It's not even a band aid. It's something. It's good that it's happening, but there's a, yeah. it's not the end. That's not the finish line. There's a lot more shit that still needs to be done. So don't pat yourselves yeah. on the back like we did. Oh, we did it. We fixed racism. No, we're a, one step further, but there's a lot more steps that haven't been taken yet. Shit. Once all the schools are allowed to teach their kids what Juneteenth means, yeah. um, we'll be even closer to some of the shit that's happening recently. But so even before it was like Biden signed this thing in the law before Congress stuff voted on it. So University of Kentucky, where where my wife works, they had already recognized it as a holiday, and the, so they had today off because it's on a Saturday. So they let's observe it the day before. So they had today was an academic holiday, which was cool that they're observing Juneteenth. Obviously, now more and more universities will. But so kind of around Juneteenth, not necessarily for Juneteenth, but like around this, and it was already planned. Lexington is kicking off. This is going around that, not necessarily corresponding with Juneteenth, but around it. Lexington's kicking off uh, or kicked off in the last week, uh, Soul Feast, which is recognizing and patronizing black owned restaurants in particular. Don't say it like that. 
What? I know patronizing. Being a patron at, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Patronize. Treat in a way that is apparently kind or helpful, but that betrays a feeling of superiority. That's not what we want to happen. <laughs> but then also, to, the second definition, frequent a store, theater, restaurant, or other establishment as a customer. That one. That one. Definition two. We're <laughs> Just going use with a that. different word. That's the proper word. <laughs> no. You could have said do business with, buy from, shop at, be a customer of, be a client be, of, bring trade. Be a patron. Be a patron at the restaurant. Frequent. Haunt? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no, no. Go haunt the restaurant. No. <laughs> support. There you go. Visit and support. Yeah. So, 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 Sophie's, it's cool. It's like a 10 days. They're promoting these businesses a lot more. Um, a lot of them are running specials to get people in there. It's really cool. The quote from the, the one of the co-founders uh, that's running this. Uh, Co-founder Ashley C. Smith says the partnership was a no-brainer. This is part of, oh, so Black Soil is a really cool organization in Lexington Yeah, uh, that's helping this. So each dish will feature one item from Black Farmers provided by Black Soil. Black Soil promotes Black Farmers, um, sells their things in one of the local markets around here. Uh, We're encouraging our participating restaurants to purchase simply one product for an ingredient featured in their dish. Because we want to show that even the smallest impact can make a large ripple effect happen across the ag industry by more people buying into supporting local farmers. So even restaurants that aren't black owned or black managed are purchasing their ingredients from black farmers uh, and showing their support this this week, which is really, really cool. Uh, it's all about building community, promoting economic equity in, in culinary and celebrating the black experience on the heels of Juneteenth now finally recognized as a national holiday. It's expected to uh, pump about $100,000 into local black businesses and black business owners and farmers. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh, ew. Sorry. <laughs> I just drank our next beer. Didn't like it? And we'll talk about it in the real deal. So stick around for the real deal if you want to... <laughs> next week if you want to know uh, what that reaction was to I knew this one wasn't going to be as good we never talk about what we're drinking in the happy hour we're drinking heavily in the happy hour we never talk about it this week we're actually doing things a little bit different in the real deal we're usually Jimmy has a beer uh, local ish to him and I have a beer local ish to me and we each talk about our individual beer this week uh, we're going to split it uh, a little bit differently so we had a friend from Iowa visit us and give us both the same six pack assortment. So we have six of the same beers. So today we're trying three of them and we're in the real deal. We'll compare and contrast our review of these beers of three of the six. To be fair, I didn't know what I was getting into with the second one. If I would have read the description, I would have been more prepared for the taste of the beer. Anyway, back to the news. My pillow guy loses it on Jordan Klepper as Daily Show bit flies off the rails. You guys are horrible, Mike Lindell said, then storms off. He also just fuck him. Yeah. For those who don't know, Mike Lindell, CEO of My Pillow, been on like infomercials. Avid Trump supporter. Very oh, yeah. f- 
far right leaning, getting into politics when he invented a pillow. And then that's. This is the one, like, I'm not a huge SNL fan. I do love the SNL skits with him, like, that make fun of him. They're pretty good. Because all of them are just him holding a pillow of, like, my pillow. And it's just, <laughs> it's so good. So, my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, got testy when Daily Show correspondent Jordan Klepper confronted him about espousing election conspiracy theories at his recent free speech rally. Basically, he keeps saying Trump will be back in office in August. He's still yo. He's still this, adamant that the election was rigged. So this is crazy shit. So this isn't like it was a thing. Like right, yeah, he'll come back. He'll he'll be re-inaugurated. There's been a scam where they're selling tickets to his inauguration. People are scamming other dumbass people. <laughs> Which part of me is like, it's fucking hilarious. And part of me is like, okay, I mean, you just shouldn't do that. But like, be a, be a better person. People are selling, it was like $1,500 or something to go to his uh, re-inauguration or whatever on, in August. God, damn, I wish I had the article in front of me. I read it earlier, but oh, that's pretty much, the, that's the gist of it. It's like the Parks and Rec with the guys that, we're convinced the world was going to end and we're having their end of the world party at the park. And then Ron made a bunch of like flutes, like ceremonial flutes was selling it to him for $80 (laughs) a piece. But then they were like, can you take a check? (sighs) Like thinking the world's going to end tomorrow. Yeah. And so he just makes a killing off of them. (laughs) But so with Klepper, he said in interviewing Lindell it's like watching that Bigfoot show. They don't find Bigfoot at the end, but if you tune in next week, maybe it go maybe it's going to happen. This elicited a chuckle from Lindell. Good one, he admitted. Thank you, Klepper replied. You guys are horrible, Lindell said, then stormed off. So apparently he didn't find it funny that they were openly mocking him to his face. I mean, that's pretty much the gist of that show. Yeah. Either you mock them or you make awkward jokes in front of the people while you're interviewing them, but Lindell is being sued for libel by Dominion Voting Systems to the tune of $1.3 billion over his debunked claims of voter yeah, fraud. He He's also been banned from Twitter for his conspiracy theories, which led oh, him no, to... How's, how's he going to sell his pillows? Which led him to launch his own platform. His Frank website is ostensibly dedicated to free speech, but Lindell has already made it clear that he won't allow speech he doesn't like. <laughs> It's free speech. You got to pay me to get on here. And uh, if I don't like it, you're, you're canceled. Jesus Christ. Uh, speaking of Trump, though, and not super recent news, but enough, like it's been happening and it's probably still happening. A lot of su- Trump supporters are suing Trump and his campaign because okay. of donations. Partly their sp- responsibility well, serves him right for voting for him and supporting him. <laughs> yes. Also, him being a sleazy businessman like the whole Trump college thing or Trump university that was a fraud. Or Trump stakes. That probably weren't real stakes. Probably not. Anyway. Um, so in the fine print that none of them read, because most of them probably can't read. <laughs> um, Fair. 
don't want to say that is liable. Say probably. I don't know for sure. I haven't. I don't care to talk to him mostly. But uh, in the fine print of their like donations, they didn't realize that it says it's like weekly and monthly contributions. So people were uh. donating, and then all of a sudden checking their bank statements, showing, hey, it's it's showing that I got charges for uh. the Trump campaign that it's saying I'm still donating towards. They like signed him up for the Trump subscription. They just <laughs> pretty much. So people were the auto, suing. The auto renew. It was something uh. like two percent of all. Like at one point, it was some, I don't know the exact figures. But it was like at one point in the U.S., two percent of all credit card fraud cases were linked to his campaign shit. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> at least so in like a certain like time span. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. It's awful. He's, he's an awful human being. But but then shouldn't support that thing. Republican, Democrat, whatever. I'm not donating fucking campaigns. Like I'm not putting my own money unless it's like a listen. Oh, completely come from behind, like building his way up or her way up candidate that needs the support. But if it's someone that's like he's already a billionaire, yeah, yeah. why are yeah, these yeah. fucking well, chuckleheads supposedly? Well, no, he is. He isn't paying taxes. So TBD. We're pretty sure he's millions, hundreds of million dollars in debt. So well, he's still got assets and all that, but whatever. Yeah. Semantics. TBD. He's got money, but he still Maybe. take people are still giving him. Why are you sending? Like you're sitting here in yeah. bumfuck Egypt, in the middle of nowhere in America, and you're fucking putting your the kind of people that are afraid of using credit cards because they don't want to get scammed are putting their credit card information on the internet to send a billionaire money for his Yo. campaign. Well, that I mean, he's that's just why... use, just use. It's a scam of a century. Like using a campaign is just a money, just getting random idiots to send you money. Yeah. That's when when what's his face is running on the Democratic side. Pete, no, the the billionaire guy, not Bloomberg, the other one. I don't remember. So There's two ago. like two like billionaires running. Like Bloomberg was running. I don't remember if he ever said it, but the other guy. Was like, yeah, no, I'm a billionaire. Like, don't give me your money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he ran. He's like, I don't need your money. Like, we're good. Uh, except they had to, to make it to the debate. Eventually, they had to like, they had to have supporters to make it to the debates, right? Yeah. So like, he was just fucked. Like, <laughs> like in the beginning, it was like, oh, you just have to have this much funds. It was like, all right, I got that. And then have people sign a petition to get you on the ballot. He's like, all right, I got that. And it's like, have people donate to get you there. And they're like, nope, we're not doing that. Anyway, speaking of Trump and Biden, thing, Trump's media. So I love Biden uh, got questioned recently. So he was during the G7 uh, summit. After that, he went and met with Putin. I didn't actually pay attention to that or what they talked about or anything. But uh, before this, he was being questioned at a news conference. And I think uh, one of CNN's reporters were like, yeah, why are you so confident talking about Putin? Like, why are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? And Biden just like snapped at her. And it was great. He's like, I'm not confident. He's like, he's like, where the hell? What do you do all the time? 
<laughs> and he went back and he like he's like when did i say i was confident he's like what i said was let's get it straight here what i said was i will change their behavior if the rest of the world reacts to them and diminishes their standing like he just snapped he's like no he's like fuck you he's like you're not gonna put words in my mouth but yeah. this is what i said like where trump would just run away and not talk to reporters biden was like the fuck you talking about yeah. i never said any of that which I found was hilarious. And then he went back and apologized later. He's like, sorry, I was being a wise guy. I was like, all right, a wise guy. <laughs> been watching... Uh, Soccer? No. Been watching UEFA Euro? Come on, man. I don't give a frog's fat ass about soccer. It's been, been the only thing I've been watching during the day during work. That's good for you. I was very sad. Germany lost their first match. They made history, but they lost. What history? They made history uh, that they lost their first match. <laughs> the, the they it was their first own goal. They lost on an own goal. They lost zero to one on an own goal, which was, if you don't know, that means one of their players kicked it in their own goal. First time that's happened to Germany in a while, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Uh, ever in the Euro. Well, I know the World Cup, like when we were in high school, I think it was England scored on themselves. Yeah, I mean, it happens, but it doesn't happen to Germany. Come on. We're Germany. Oh, yeah. That's be weird, Germany. There, be better, Germany. Germany. No, I was, I was, I was watching the, the Scotland England game today, which Scotland and England, uh, fun fact, some wasted information here. Scotland and England have played each other more times than any other two international teams. It's something like 115 times. I'd say it was 115, 116 times. Just crazy. Back to like 1872. This is confusing because it's the UEFA Euro 2020. Yes. Well, just like the Olympics that are coming up or the Tokyo 2020. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It was all supposed to happen last year, and they canceled everything. England Scotland is zero zero. Yeah, it was more exciting than a zero zero match. I'll tell you that. Oh God, the one early this morning. Uh, which one was it? The first one. Do you see it or no? Um, you matches. Sweden Slovakia. Yes. So that one earlier, it was the fucking. I didn't turn it on until ha- uh, like a couple minutes before halftime. And apparently it was the most boring game ever. Like, so they, they normally, you know, you get to your, into your halves. A half is 45 minutes in, uh, in soccer. Uh, you get to the end of your half and the ref will add extra time, right? To the end, like to make, because the clock doesn't stop in soccer. So to make up for like penalties and injured players and any other what would normally in like American sports be like a stoppage time for like yeah. football. They just added on. So it'd be like 45 plus two plus three plus the most I've ever seen is like plus 10 on a, on a half, which is a lot. Um, I think that was like, there was a streaker or something on the field and they had to stop for quite a while. And then there's multiple penalties. Like it was a big, anyway. So this Sweden Slovakia game, they got to the end of it, the halftime, uh, the commentators go, hey, it looks like that's the end of the half. We're not going to have any extra time. Uh, I guess even the ref wants to end this half soon. And like They were talking about how boring it was. 
And the, the one commentator turns to the other and she goes, she was like, so there wasn't much going on back and forth between the two teams. Uh, what do you think we need to see out there to uh, increase the level of play in the game and uh, score a couple goals? The next commentator without missing a fucking beat just goes, she, so remember she asked, what do you think we need to change out there? He goes, the two teams playing? It, just, <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I was like, damn. He went, uh, it was so good. So uh, Poland I'm in this Poland. tournament tournament. Yep. Was the had the first player to receive a red card. <laughs> so a yellow Sorry. card is when you foul someone. It's it's a warning. Yeah. It's it's a particularly like you went specifically went after someone and fouled them. Okay. It's like if you like kick someone or like trip them or like Yeah. So a red card is basically multiple offenses and you get ejected. Yeah, so the way it works in group play, I think so the rules are always a little bit different for these tournaments. So group play, I think if you get two yellows in a match, you get an automatic red. Otherwise, it's like a flagrant foul. Like, if you, like, punch someone, you're getting a red automatically. Or, like, adamantly just, like, fucking, like, kick someone with your cleats. You're, you're getting a red. But uh, he probably got two yellows. Yeah, that's what it's saying. There's, uh, so there's there's also a rule during Euro and most other... I think World Cup does the same thing. So, like, while you're in group play... So, you split the 24 teams up into six groups of four or whatever it is. So, while you're in group play... If you get two yellows, you have to sit out a match after that. But if you get two yellows in the same match, I think you automatically get red. Anyway, what do you get a red card for? I, I actually that was one of the few matches I haven't watched. Actually, to be fair, I don't think I watched anything before. I didn't watch most of the first round. I watched one or two matches, and then I watched Germany's first one. I watched everything since. Hold up. That's a name. Yeah, he he just got two yellows. That's his bad that's his bad management. Like his coach should have pulled him after the first especially if he was like one of their better players. A few minutes after the first one, his coach should have just pulled yeah. him. According to this, he's one of Poland's most recognizable players. Yeah. His coach should have pulled that's a hundred percent on the coach. I mean, yeah, don't fuck him, don't foul the other players, but this isn't specific but Krajowiak was shown a yellow card in the first half of the match yeah. for pulling back Jakub Kromada as the Slovakian Jakub, player attempted uh, Jakub as he attempted to race away on the counterattack essentially, essentially he like it's, horse collared the guy yeah yeah um Grab, grabbed him by his collar and ripped him down he then became the first player to be sent off at Euro 2020 when he picked up a second yellow card later in the game he caught Ramada and was dismissed. It's, he caught. It doesn't say what happened. It's probably nothing like worth seeing. <laughs> it could be like he wrapped like by caught. They could mean like he like wrapped him up like a ta- like an actual like like an American football tackle. Yeah, probably that's wasn't that lot. intense. That's not I'm trying to just find a video. It's probably nothing. They still score. Their next game is against Spain. Who gonna get fucking whipped? Spain, <laughs> although although didn't Spain do nothing. Spain didn't score once. Spain's had issues because most of their team is out with COVID right now. Well, yeah, it's not good. 
a lot of their team was out with COVID and the people that were playing in the last match got vaccinated like three days before the match. Oh, wow. So they're like, not only are they, but they're feeling the effects from the vaccine. Cause I think they're, they're probably doing like the AstraZeneca, which is the one dose so that you get fucked on the one dose ones. Yeah. Just like you do with the second dose of the other ones here. Yeah. So they were playing on like a vaccine. I was going to say a vaccine high, but a vaccine low. Any other and, news you want to talk about before we wrap up the happy hour? Well, there's another name because I Googled Gregor. Oh, it's from a Polish comedy. Hmm. But, or however they pronounce the Gregor sounding name. I'm just going to text it to you. Gregor. Well, the last name is where. Oh, nope. That's a nope of a name. Guess it's from a comedic movie. Are you sure? No, are wait, that's not a real name. It's from a movie. It's not like a birth it's from a comedy of like guys asking what's your name first and last name and he says and then the guy's trying to write it down <laughs> it's actually kind of funny i'm just gonna send right. you the link but anyway what the fuck are we talking about soccer so listen have you seen the headlines about batman this is the last thing we need to talk about like actual batman or ben affleck getting back with j-lo uh, we could talk about that if you want. That's not what I was talking about. I have nothing to add. That's just all it is. Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck and J-Lo are Ben and Jen back together. Benifer. Oh, it was the thing about Batman eating out Catwoman? Yes. <laughs> no, was... Not because he has to, because he likes it. But DC said, no, Batman doesn't do that. And there has been a revolt. <laughs> the internet has said, well, Batman could do that if he wants to. I haven't looked into it. It's a whole thing. Like, apparently, Val Kilmer uh, is now weighing in. So Val Kilmer recently tweeted a line. So the whole thing is, uh, was is it the HBO? I have no idea. Yeah. So HBO Max, there's this animated series, Harley Quinn. Now, obviously, in the DC universe, Batman universe, it was a would have been a very R-rated scene. There was a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman, right? The quote was, and DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They said, quote, heroes don't do that. And I would argue, yeah, true hero, true heroes do do that. <laughs> so the comment back from the uh, as producers of the HBO uh, of Harley Quinn, Halp, uh, what was it? Halpern is his last name. Halpern continued. So we said, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? And they were like, no. It's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman's also going to go down on someone. Yeah. So Val Kilmer tweeted, does he or doesn't he, with a clip that says, with Batman and Catwoman uh, at the bat signal, going, we could give it a try. I'll bring the wine. (laughs) (laughs) So Val Kilmer settled it like Batman does. Then the rest of his article is just 
just them talking about people tweeting about it. Yeah. Yeah. So um that is what that is. Well yeah, so <laughs> no. It's odd. But, so the other the other things I was gonna talk about, which um we don't have time to fit in this happy hour. I say generally they just meant we don't want superheroes like having sex on camera. No, they didn't say that. You can have sex, you just can't go down on her. Oh, well, well, there's that whole. Well, it's not Marvel or DC with the Watchmen. There was a whole scene. Well, there's a whole exactly. Was a whole fucking Doctor Manhattan with his blue penis wagging around, but he's not technically human. But then the owl guy and the girl try to have sex, and he can't get it up. <laughs> and then later, he does get it up, and it's a real triumphant moment. <laughs> You think you could have solved that? It's like I'll just go down on her, but heroes don't do that. That's gonna be that's <laughs> gonna be our next time your girlfriend asks you, be like, "Heroes, excuse don't me, do that. heroes don't do that." <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! Or you go to start, and she's like, "Wait, I thought heroes don't do that." I'm like, that's true. Then go. <laughs> You're your villain this whole time. Oh God! This is the corniest. You just look at her, and be like. I'm not a hero. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay. Um, what were you going to say? I was going to talk more about like sports things. There's we people have, have been pulling out of sports. I know. I know. We got. So I was going to talk about Na- Naomi Osaka and Nadal and a couple. Of, we don't have time for any of that. I'm going to push it into the hap- or into the real deal. And what we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about their sports. And then, to make it good, we'll talk about our sports. Oh, yeah. We we're going to talk about our sports histories and stuff. And just us being competitive in general. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Until next time, this has been the Wasted Information Happy Hour. I'm Jimmy. Uh, I'm Brandon. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to keep up with the show, make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google, iTunes, or wherever you go to for podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at WastedInfo or email us at WastedInfoPod at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been Wasted Information. The Happy Hour.